0: Welcome to Activity Quest, the podcast that will make your summer epic. Every episode of Activity Quest is packed with stuff to do. In this one, Dan visits an iconic London landmark and takes a dangerous stroll across a rather perilous-sounding platform. I chat to Roz, she runs the Essex Book Festival, and we're finding out what's on there and how you can get involved. We've got events from across the country that you can do... And Sutty, Sweep and Sue are here and they're setting you a challenge to complete this summer. Now, if you're new here, hello, welcome aboard. Episodes of Activity Quest always start with a Fun Kids presenter getting out and about and discovering what is happening near you. Now, this week, Dan is at Tower Bridge. It's the iconic suspension bridge that opens in the middle to let large boats through. And it's open to the public.
1: I'm pretty nervous about this week's activity. I am stood right next to the River Thames running through the middle of London. To the east, looking at the magnificent Tower Bridge. One of the most famous landmarks in London's history, really. Uh, These two huge columns standing either side of the river with a bridge that's used by thousands of cars and people and buses every single day. And when a boat needs to come through, if it's big enough, they have to stop everything. They have to open the bridge right from the middle. And I'm feeling nervous because I'm not that good with heights. And I'm told I'm going to the very top to check out their fantastic skywalk. They tell me it's a skywalk walking along a glass bottom. And I'll step foot on it, having to trust that it will hold me, having to trust that it's going to work. Otherwise it's 42 meters to the river Thames below. I think I might need every single bit of toughness that's in my body for this one. So let's crack on, wish me luck. Laura, hello. Hello. First place Laura took me was into the engine room looking at these two steam train-looking barrels. These were the things that powered the bridge, that boiled the uh, the water, well, the oil now, to give it the pressure to move the hydraulics, which lifted the boat up and down.
2: So if you've ever used a water pistol, it's the same kind of process. You have a chamber full of water, and when you squeeze the trigger, that pressurises the water to shoot out.
1: So you're... Pr- press it down with a lot of force and that lifts it and it's the same kind of thing inside this bridge
2: so and this is where it starts so you've got in front of us two boilers they would be stoked with coal surrounding these two coal furnaces would be water so the coals heating the water to generate steam that steam is going to be the power to move the engine so it's going to be the energy for the steam pump engine that steam pump engine then pumps water to raise two heavy weights and that's stored energy a bit like a battery and when they wanted a bridge lift they dropped the two weights to pressurize that water like the water pistol pushing that water through pipes all along the bridge eventually reaching the engines and turning the cogs which helped the bridge driver raise the bridge
1: you mentioned that the bridge opens up right in the middle now this has always been the most mind-blowing thing for me thousands of cars thousands of people come over here every single day how do they stop people how do they open this up to let boats pass So we do have a procedure,
2: so you have a big alarm first that will go off and that will signal to the pedestrians and the road traffic that there will be a bridge lift imminently. We've got our bridge crew as well. So we've got um, the maintenance crew, the workers, and they'll be on site to stop pedestrians from coming. There are large blue gates that swing and lock shut, which is a lot different to when Talbridge first opened. There would just be a gateman and he would just put a chain across. He would ring just a big bell. Um, so it was probably a lot tougher for him back in the day. We have got a lot more help with the, the the road traffic being stopped. So the bridge driver, he will um, turn traffic lights to red, sound the alarm, and we've got crew on site that are going to stop those people from walking over and stop the cars from driving over
1: as well. Then moving through the tower, we stepped out on top of the bridge. Still with cars all around us, it was noisy, it was loud, it was bumpy and windy and took a lift right to the top. Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm pretty terrified of heights and I know that we're finishing. Yeah. On a glass floor, staring down at somewhere 42 metres below. Just let me know a little bit. Prepare me for what I'm in for.
2: So you are going to be 42 metres above the roadway. And you're going to be walking on the walkways. So these walkways would have been designed to ease the pedestrian traffic of London Bridge. So Tower Bridge used to open 40 to 50 times a day.
1: It's bustling. It's busy. There's a lot going on.
2: Busy. There's a lot going on. So to ease that pedestrian traffic, the walkways and where we're gonna be going, it was designed to ease that. So uh, we can take the lift, all the stairs, if you want to brave the 206 stairs it takes to get to the top and there is um the wooden floor as well as the glass floor so if you feel a bit shaky don't worry you don't have to stand on it um it's very safe everything's enclosed and the glass floor can withstand six tons of weight so each panel holds a tonne so i think we'll be good
1: i mean to... i've eaten a lot over lockdown but six tons <laughs> i think six tons
2: yeah, i think i think we'll be fine <laughs>
1: 40 metres up, a stretch of clear glass that you have to step on. It's a a walk of faith, a proper trust exercise to lift your leg up, to plonk your foot down, and hopefully that glass is going to take you. Still a little bit hairy, still a little bit scary, but absolutely brilliant. So, here we go. (laughs) I said I was terrified of heights, and look... Laura, you told me earlier that this, this, this takes six tons.
2: Yes, so you can see in front of you, you've got six panels of glass. Each panel can hold one ton of weight. There's seven layers of glass. So it's perfectly safe it's specially designed glass it's not like the glass you have your windows at home and the top layer is unfortunately named the sacrificial layer but that is to take all the scratches and and the hard so if it ever did crack we just replace the top layer and the layers underneath are still protected
1: (laughs) so you've just told me that the sacrificial layer the (laughs) <laughs> we just noises all around us, creaks and groans. Uh, seven panels of glass, each can take a ton each. Loads of different. Sorry, six panes of glass, all can take a ton each. We've got seven different layers in there. And yet, even though you told me that, why is it still so terrifying? <laughs>
2: I think because you can see the road where you've got the motion of the cars one way, the river flowing another, you can see people walking around and then you're high up as well. So it's all a bit of mind over matter. If you can uh, get yourself to, to believe that it's not going to crack, which it won't.
1: <laughs> you first, yeah, there we go. So, so the reason... I tell you what, what's crazy about it is that you put your, you kind of put your leg down thinking it's going to drop. I know I'm, I'm walking literally right next to the edge. Oh. Did it! <laughs> that was absolutely terrifying, by the way. I was taken right to the very top of both of the towers, either side of the bridge, the bridge that lifts from the middle. And you got to see the statues of the uh, the, the, the workmen, who got paid pretty well to make the very top of the tower to put in all the rivets that would make it strong enough so it could hold all the cars all the people and still lift itself up to let some boats through and that was it after a terrifying but fantastic Skywalk, a proper walk of faith my time at the the tower bridge was done i had a brilliant day out it's absolutely stick it on your checklist for things that you need to do if you're ever in the city It's a fantastic day out. It doesn't take all day, so you can fit it around everything else that you're doing, but you get to learn so much about one of London's most famous landmarks. The tours are brilliant as well. They absolutely know their stuff, all of the tour guides. Laura was fantastic. She really ran me through the history of this incredible incredible feat of engineering. And when I was absolutely panicking before stepping on the skywalk, she really calmed me down. She let me know that I was absolutely going to be fine, that it could more than take my weight. It could take the weight of about a thousand of me. So I felt safe. Still a little bit hairy, still a little bit nervy, but absolutely safe. It was a brilliant day out at Tower Bridge.
0: Big thank you to Dan. I'm not too sure I'd quite fancy that glass bridge, though, Ugh. Uh, rather them than me. Uh, towerbridge.org.uk is the place to go to find out more. You can enjoy a 90-minute guided tour of Towerbridge led by one of their experts. A family ticket that is two adults and two children is £27 if you're nearby and a resident Entry is just a quid bargain. Remember, whatever you do, whether it's visiting an iconic landmark or something else entirely, we want to know all about it. You can leave us a five-star review wherever it is you're listening to this or get in touch at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. It's especially important this summer because we want to know what you're up to no matter where you are or what you're doing. FunKidsLive.com slash ActivityQuest is the place to get in touch with us. Tell us about your trip out, something near you, or just a cool thing that you reckon we might quite like. All right, here's what else is happening across the UK.
3: Kids Fest is like Glastonbury for kids, except it's happening every day of the summer holidays. It's all happening at Lee Valley Farm Parks in Essex. You can enjoy a boogie at the main stage with music and entertainment. Get your festival sparkle on at their DIY glitter station. Discover prehistoric dinosaurs. Have fun with walkabout entertainment. Dig for fossils. Watch falconry and critter displays. Plus, there are bouncy castles too. That's an awful lot of stuff. It's on now until the end of the summer holidays at leevalleyfarm.co.uk to find out more. And have you ever wanted to play your favourite video games on a cinema screen? Yes, please. Well, now's your chance. Big Screen Gaming is happening at the Science and Media Museum in Bradford every Wednesday and weekend this summer. Team up, choose from a selection of great games and play together from titles including Fortnite, Portal, Worms and many more. Tickets are £12, that's for a group of six people for a 30-minute session. Scienceandmediamuseum.org.uk to find out more. And Dan and Bex are live on stage in London this summer, Friday, August 27th, and Saturday, the 28th. They're putting on shows Bookworms Live, which is all about stories that we love and authors that inspire us, and Science Weekly Live, packed with cool experiments and daring stunts. Those two shows are happening as part of the Underbelly Festival in London. Underbellyfestival.com is the place to book. Plus, the latest issue of BBC Match of the Day magazine is Transfer Crazy. That's right, the Euros are done and dusted, so the UK's best-selling footy mag have packed their pages with juicy gossip and mega money deals, including the inside story of Jadon Sancho's £73 million move to Man United. That's not all. There's an awesome new season quiz to get stuck into. 20 techers' challenges to boss and a 16-page skills book sample for every reader. Become a part of the BBC Match of the Day magazine squad and bag this awesome issue. It's out on Wednesday.
0: Remember to check before you travel and book in advance where you can and whatever you do tell them Activity Quest sent you now we can't forget one of the biggest events Ever happening right now it is the olympics of course being held in tokyo this year we've made some really cool olympic themed trackers and printables and loads more first up the olympic tokyo tracker it lets you tick the sports that you've seen on the tv and lets you mark the ones that you might want to try yourself as well then there's the schedule Our Fun Kids boffins have worked out when all of the events and the medal ceremonies are taking place, and they've put them on a giant poster. If you want to download them, head to funkidslive.com to find out more and print them out, look at them on your phone, or just follow along the action with us. All right, are you ready for this next bit? We've been asking famous people to set you a challenge every week this summer, and this week it's none other than my old favourites, my old pals, Sooty Sweep and Sue. The Fun Kids Summer Challenge. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. This is Richard, Sooty,
3: Sweep and Sue. Hi, everybody. From the Sooty Show, and we're here with the Fun Kids Summer, Summer challenge. challenge. Now, this is where we challenge you to do something crazy, and Sooty Challenge is to make a kitchen band. Now, what that means is... i got a... What well, that means is you have to get pots and pans from the kitchen and make your own drum kit like this. You're going to be very popular with the neighbours. That's our summer challenge. Now don't forget, you can check out the city Show live and also see our brand new YouTube channel. We'll see you very soon. Have fun with Fun Kids. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
0: Oh, big thank you to the team there. You can video yourself playing your own kitchen drum set and send it into to us if you like. Go to funkidslive.com slash activityquest and we'll play it in next week's episode. I want a cacophony of drums, please. But if you are after something a little more quiet, but still fun, I caught up with Roz. Now, she's one of the people that runs the Essex Book Fest, which is happening right
4: now hi bex hello i am i'm doing well how about you i
0: am i'm very good thanks but i feel like you must be very busy at the moment because you are helping to put together a whole festival for the area of essex and it's not just for for kids it's for adults as well is that
4: right oh yeah it's very much for everyone we pride ourselves on being the festival that reaches the places other festivals don't reach (laughs) So, you know, even in this in this most challenging of times, we've got events taking place in 40 venues across Essex and um, for all ages and abilities. And that's what we're about.
0: Yeah, I've been on your website. It looks absolutely massive because it's also you're running it over quite a long timeline as well. And you're doing it online and in, in person.
4: Yeah, we are. Normally the, festival, normally the festival runs for a month and it's in March and mostly indoors, but that was never going to happen this year. So we've extended to run for three months just for this year. I hasten to add. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, using very different venues across the county i mean we are adventurous anyway we do things in you know calvert and hatch secret nuclear bunker and on harridge lightships. we're kind of we did something in the swimming pool last year for families an underwater event so wow. you know, we always get to different places but um yeah this year the the onus was very much on exploring family spaces So here we are.
0: Now, it does look pretty amazing this year. Um, Can you tell us and our listeners what we would have to look forward to if we came down to Essex?
4: We're very much focused on the final weekend because I was really keen to um, have one big day where everyone could sort of, I don't know, let their head down and celebrate. And I thought that possibly the last day of the festival was... The best option in the current circumstances. So we've got lots of author events taking place, and we've got some children's events within that. But the really big day for family um, activities is the 29th of August, which is the Sunday Bank Holiday, and we're going to the home of the Knights Templar um, at Cressing Temple Barns which is a fabulous venue we've never done anything there before um and it's extremely easy to get to and and free to get into lots of free events and a few ticketed events um so that's the one i would put in the diary i think
0: okay because i was reading on the line and you, you seem to have lots of different events going on you've got yoga you've got sun printing uh you've got something called the When when is that happening
4: well that's all of those things are happening on the 29th um And it's um, happening between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. There's too many things to do in one day, which I think is perfect and it's always good to leave people wanting a little bit um we've got some ticketed events which um it's, it's four pounds per session per se- session for children and adults are free um so we've got um scallywags press are running storytelling and illustration sessions for small children um we've got belinda kirk the british explorer who's running two workshops on how to build your own survival shelter in the woodlands which i think is fantastic Active Essex are uh, doing family drop-in sessions. We've got a team of young techie girls called the Essex Mets who are based in Southend, Basildon and Chelmsford, they're going to be doing coding sessions using um, fauna and flowers from the wall garden. We've, we're planting, we're urging people to, to recycle our brochures and plant 500 acorns, which will then be planted around. They'll be able to take home and plant across Essex. We've got a poetry tree. We're going to get people to write poems and then hang them on, on the leaves. Um, woodland walks, meditation walks um all you know i'm gonna i'm gonna for oh we've got a storytelling yurt with four of the best storytellers in um, east anglia they're going to be setting up camp um and and running alongside these things we've also got um this is very relevant for you um we're holding a youth summit um, um, um a climate change youth summit after the festival and we're training we're running um ecocast podcast workshops for young people to learn how to make their own podcasts and then we're going to be um, presenting a series of them at our youth summit on the 11th of September so that's a great thing to learn how to do.
0: And it sounds like you know I think people especially now and this year are just going to be super happy to get out and kind of do stuff again and and not be stuck at home.
4: Well, that's the idea. I mean, it's a very large site and obviously we'll be socially distancing. Uh, You know, we're going to continue to take that very seriously. But most of it's outside. And um, we just want to see lots of excited, smiling faces.
0: It sounds like you've thought of everything. It sounds like it's going to be amazing. So if somebody's listening right now and they are desperate to find out more, uh, what website can they go to to bag some tickets?
4: Um, our website is essexbookfestival.org.uk. We're updating all the time. So um, there'll be more than I've said. Um, and As I say, the venue's free to enter, free car parking. You don't get stung anywhere. Um And it's um, the postcode, the the address is Cressing Temple Barns, Cressing Braintree, CM778PD. It's a wonderful place even if you just went to the, to the barns themselves, to be honest.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like you've really thought of everything and it, it feels like it's going to be quite an amazing uh, time. Uh, so, Roz, thank you so much for sharing that with us and best of luck for the festival.
4: Thank you so much, Bex.
0: I had such a good time chatting to Roz, so thank you so much to her and thank you to you for listening because that is pretty much it for today. We've given you some stuff to do and now it's your turn to do it. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to any time you like. If you're after more suggestions, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. Whatever you do, and however you do it, tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review, and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids listen to me on your DAB digital radio online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker just say play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm next week we're going to be counting butterflies, playing football and we'll have another summer challenge it'll be a busy one, see you then
3: The Space Programme is a Baffled Gab production for the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. You can listen to Fun Kids all day on your DAB digital radio, on your smart speaker by saying Play Fun Kids and on the free Fun Kids mobile app. You can also listen online and play loads of games, quizzes, as well as find out the latest news at funkidslive.com.